are back. Welcome back, everyone, to the Giddy Up Podcast. My name is JT, and as per usual, and I say as per usual because it's been a while, Donnie. Donnie Elgin, uh, world champion, triple Paralympian. Welcome to the show. Oh, JT, how good is it to be back at our show? Like uh, anyone who's tuned in for the first time, this is the first time we've done this. We've never been away, but that is complete crap. We've been away for a long time and it is bloody good to be back. Now, mate, the uh, couple of big things we've got to start off with, open the batting, is where have you been? Oh, that's a very good question. And, and when you say it's been a while, 941 days, Donnie, since our last Giddy Up podcast show. Shh. Sugar. It's been a little while, 20th of June, 2021. So as you said, a fair bit has happened, it's fair to say, uh, from there. I guess for me, you know, look, oh God, I've literally lost count of the amount of surgery I've, I've had on backs and necks and bloody everything else that could go wrong. And, uh, you know, lost my uh, stepdad as well, um, you know, last year as well. So, uh, and of course, kids get older, you know, relationships go longer. G'day, Nan, hope you're watching. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, mate, it's been a, been a busy few years. And I guess on the work front, launched a industry association so uh that's taken up a huge amount of time along with the training business and all the other crap that i do mate so um what about yourself well you do do a bit of crap jt and we will find out a lot more about that in the uh, in the coming uh season i tell you what I'm, I'm super excited about this season because we've made the commitment that we're going to load up each wednesday night i know i've got a, a power of travel coming up so it's going to be interesting if we can hit all the targets of uh, of getting in we might have a mid-season break or two along <laughs> the way just to accommodate that just getting in early but i've had a uh, an interesting time too in the uh, 900 whatever day since we've been on air and done our podcast. Unfortunately, I lost the lady of my life. My mum passed away uh, last year, and it was a uh, it was bloody devastating. Everybody that knows my mum knows that I'm a, a, re- a reflection of her, and uh, without doubt, taught me more than any other female I've ever met uh, about love, about just being a half decent human. So something to always aspire to, even though she's gone now. Um, and admittedly, she had uh, cancer for the best part of uh, of half of my life. So battled it. The toughest lady I know, and most people that met her just knew that uh, she still made him smile, even though she was carrying her own pain. So bloody love that about her and RIP to my mum. And I know there'll be a few of my family listening this night and uh, and over time, and we all feel that. And so condolences to you, JT, because losing our loved ones is bloody tough. Um, and I, I've also uh, started a new role. I was uh, traveling a lot in my last job. I, I still very fortunate to do a lot of motivational speaking. If you've come to the Giddy Up podcast for motivational speaking, probably find another one because this is not <laughs> where we do that. Uh, I'll tell you what I did do though. I reflected on a bit of our old podcast and I found that I dropped the F-bomb way too much. So JT, here's the deal. I am not going to say F, you know the word. I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm just going to hold on and, and say a lot of other words in replacement. But if I do say it, you know, well... I hope I, uh, I'm not on the receiving end because I will drop it if it's appropriate. Uh, what else have we been up to, mate? I've been um, I've been preparing, uh, not for a comeback, but uh, I've been preparing my team because we lead a lot of events around the country, 117 events, JT. Jeez. So I fly a lot and, uh, and it is a bloody privilege to be able to do that and connect so many people around the country. But we'll hear more about that as the season rolls on as well. And, uh, and one of the reasons I, I want to make that really clear is because 
I will be doing this not from the comfort of my office where I am tonight, but from all over the country. So wherever I am uh, in the country, and we'll do a local shout out as well for somebody who's nailed it. So if I visit your town and you've done something bloody awesome, make sure you hit me up. Let us know about it. So, But we'll talk about that when the segment comes around. And speaking of segments, we've got a few, mate. You've got some new ones on mate, too, we, which we, always concerns we, me. Yeah, I know, right? We, we really have got quite a few segments. Now, if you haven't watched the Giddy Up podcast, uh, before some stuff is the same right we are just going to be uh, giving you a number of different segments so we can cover a whole bunch of topics so that's the whole idea of the show to bring you up to speed on what's happening uh, around the world have a bit of a laugh learn something I hope uh, we'll also rip the lid off a few things and uh, expose a few things that maybe uh, well our government and others seem to think they can get away with but they won't get away with it on the Giddy Up podcast Donnie. Now, JT, I've found that over the, as the, the season one, two, and three progressed, you got angrier. Now, you're a big, loving teddy bear. You're about 19 foot tall. You're a very, very big unit. So when you get angry, people get scared. Can you promise me you're going to bring more love to the show this time? No, I bloody can't, mate. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> in fact, oh, I reckon shit. I've got, oh God, as I'm getting older, I'm getting grumpier and I have less patience for shit. Oh, and my, we are surrounded by shit at the moment, Dottie. And uh, so we? I, oh, well, mate, I think without further ado, we, we just need to get straight into uh, oh, I, talk, talking about a, uh, a few things, mate. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Bloody customer service in Australia. It is crap, mate. It is getting worse. And look, new industry association, uh, industry association I run, I get exposed to a lot of this stuff, right? It's fair to say. But we just kicked off some uh, mystery shopping, Donnie, into oh. call centers all around Australia. So we conduct calls to see what real customers are experiencing. So we're ringing car insurance companies, telcos, the banks, you know, etc. And I've Who's got paying for this, JT? Hang on, are you been? Have you got some hip pocket action? Somewhere oh, mate, I wish it's bloody cost me a fortune to run it, but uh, it's for an industry association point of view. We want to have the conversations around the quality of service that's happening, uh, and then obviously help companies improve it. So that's sort of the, the reason behind it. But one of the findings, and I guess everyone who's on this show, I have no doubt. You've got a poor customer experience you can talk about. Most likely mm. today, probably yesterday, it just happens everywhere we go. But I just wanted to share some some results uh, that I thought were pretty outstanding, even for for what the, the quality that we're already getting. And that's around the banks, mate. So the, the mystery shopping calls we did were new customer opportunities. So we're ringing around Ooh. saying, mate, we're shopping around for a home loan. We've got money we want to invest. You know, those type of scenarios, right? So new revenue opportunity for the banks. How's this for a number? And this really did outstand, uh, you know, uh, outstand me. Is that the right word? It's bloody not, is it? That's why we're live, right? It fits right? right in the Giddy Up um, podcast. Just dribble speak language. Um, <laughs> mate, how's this? 39% of the calls we made were not answered within 10 minutes. No. This is new this is business. cash waiting to come into the door. Correct. New business, shopping around, want a home loan. And you can't even pick up the phone and answer it in bloody 10 minutes. So I don't know if anyone uh, who's listening now has had to ring your banks, but uh, far out. The Can they tell us? Too. How do they tell us about their issues? Oh, mate, just... Uh, not that we're bloody counsellors, but... Back in the comments, they... uh, while we're talking away there, and if you're listening on a podcast, you'll see this if you watch it somewhere else. Um, just drop in the comments if you're which bank you are with and if you've had good service for them or not. We'll keep going on another segment. Oh, that's, you know what? That's what we see. should do is we should make sure too that if there's a balance or if someone works for an organisation that you're absolutely opening a can on, mm. and then, you know what, JT's a big fella, 
Bloody hit him up. Let him know that he's uh, he's out of line. But I reckon he's uh, he knows Bloody his bring shit. It. So, bring it. Okay, so people can comment. We want lots of comments. Can anyone win anything, JT, if they do some commenting? Well, on the show tonight, what we're going to do, Donnie, we have a new segment, which is a multiple choice segment. I'm going to throw a question at people. And we're going to get people to answer multiple choice, A, B, C, or D, right? Pretty easy. Um, I think most of our listeners should be able to get that. Um, and those who get it right, Donnie, we have brought back the wheel. So anyone who gets Whoa. the right answer goes onto the wheel. And if you're yes. on the wheel, you get the yes. chance to win. Now, this is an exclusive. You cannot get this literally anywhere else, Donnie. No, sir. It, it is, is a bottle of Spank Vodka. So that is a, uh, a handmade, uh, made with love. It is a very, very um, delicate on the uh, the taste buds. It'll blow your mind. And uh, all goes well, you'll like it. Uh, I know the guy, the owner of the uh, the business making it, and he's got a handprint on it. I'm not going to say too much, but you <laughs> will enjoy that. So what we'll do, the winner will just DM us. Uh, is that the word? So slide into our DMs with their postal address and we'll whack it in the mail. All right, that's what we we'll do. Go. A little sample bottle. Bottle yeah, of the no. best vodka you are going to taste. So there you go. We'll be doing that uh, pretty soon. Now, I'm going to go straight to, mate, we know everyone at the moment is doing it pretty tough, mate. Cost of living yeah. is killing us, right? It is absolutely yep. killing everyone. So we thought what we would do is try and each week just bring an actual hack that is going to help people save some money. So with that, it's time for our hack of the week. Well, Donnie, if you've got a car, one of the things that you probably need is petrol. Nah, JT. Or diesel. Or electric. Or <laughs> electric. electric shit's changing, JT. Mate, who the hell? I, I will go on the rent on the electrical bullshit uh, in another episode, because <laughs> seriously, if you own a Tesla, we're going to have some words, right? So, um, but if you do use petrol, now it doesn't matter if it's unleaded, diesel, or whatever, there is an awesome, and I say awesome app, I literally use this all the time. It is, mate, it is called Petrol Spy. And if you haven't seen it before, I'm going to put a little thing up on the screen if you're watching. But if not, grab your phone, go into apps, and just type in Petrol Spy. Make sure you download the app. What it does is literally, when, when you do it, you just select whether you want diesel, unleaded, premium, whatever the hell it is, mm. put it in, and then straight away, it shows you all the petrol stations in your area and who's got the cheapest petrol. So it shows you the rates for all the servos in your area. So you can literally just go, wow, you can save 20 cents a litre just by opening up this app and having a look what's nearby. Awesome bloody That's app. It. Oh, JT, I want to talk. Oh, there it is. First one, first one up. Right on. I want to talk to you about uh, about petrol because I think that's going to be the game changer. Mm, mm, do you do, I mate. think it's going to be a game changer, JT, in... Uh, what's his body segment where I found oh, mate, this is. Uh, oh, we've got this new segment called Fast Forward where we're just going to Let's give go to you some ideas of what we think is going to happen in the future. What do you got, Donnie? Righto, mate. I've got one. My local petrol station hmm. is... It's manless. It's womanless. It's humanless. It doesn't need no interaction by the humans. Because what happens is you just rock up there, tap your card, punch in how much you want to uh, put on hold for a little moment, top up your car. Like well, these have been around at a lot of petrol stations. So yeah. this is not evolutionary. Not but no. the fact is, when it goes wrong, normally you walk in and go, oh, mate, I'll have a you know, packet of salt, and your chips and a can of Coke or whatever. And we don't say that because we're on diets. But... <laughs> Normally, that's where I spend most of my money in there. But there ain't no servo. 
this is just bump on the side of the road where the servo used to be, where people used to be. Mm. AI now. Is it AI mm, doing this? Yeah, Someone's AI. doing it. Mm. But I so, think my, what my prediction, JT, is it won't be long and we will not be talking to servo attendants. So if you're at school and you're thinking, oh, what am I going to do with my career? Wouldn't mind being a servo attendant. I'd say think mm. again. Said, said no one be. ever I'm tipping anyway. <laughs> but who knows? Like, people have different aspirations, JT. All right. They don't all want to run call centers and stuff, but they might. So my advice is just, buddy, I don't even know how, like you can't tip anyone, you can't do anything. Like you just tap, pay and tap, go. Go on. No human interaction whatsoever. Get your fuel, off no. you go, you're done. JT, but I, before we roll off this one, let me tell you about a little story I did. One day I had... The first time I'd used this, right, it was at mm -hmm. uh, Coburg, and I had Nutto, my firstborn. She's in the car on the passenger side. She's a bit sleepy because we were going over the other side of town, and she got up really early, so she's sort of dozing off. And I had put the card in my pocket, and I tapped it knowing full well that I was going to um, pay by there. And so then I opened the door, and I said, oh, Nutto, when I get back in the car, just just put your head down, all right, in case the camera get us. So I've already paid for the fuel, but I convinced her because I didn't go oh, into the oh. shop that I hadn't paid. So I fill the, the uh, car up. So she's thinking you've done a runner. Off I drive and she's going, Dad, Dad, you can't do this, you can't do this. <laughs> it took me about, about four hours before I fessed up because I had so much fun with watching her. Anyway, just an arts hat of a dad thing to do. But and I was going to say, that's it. fantastic. So make sure you tune in for great parenting tips on the Giddy Up podcast. We will uh, tell you everything but I did pay. you need to know. Well, at least you paid, mate. I would never doubt that. You're a very uh, honest, upfront bloke, full of integrity. It was never in question. But Don, you sort of touched on it at the start and you're mentioning about travel and well, I think it just needs to highlight that uh, you do a lot of plane travel now. I do do a lot of plane travel, JT, and I've got a story for you about this. It's bizarre. Mm. Bizarre news stories. Mm, hey, a big course. shout out to Craig Hall and the team for getting on board. The people that are commenting as we're going, JT, I know we're going to pop some comments up on the screen. And it's great to have people back on and the regulars back and some people that, uh, well, coming in from all over the world, really, which is bloody fantastic. Um, JT, I mm. do do a lot of travel. Normally, I love travel, but mm. I'm starting to shit myself. Why is and that? The reason, well, because I saw this running late. About, well, Qantas did a bit of a nosedive, not like, the, like in in reality, like they didn't nosedive, but mm. in the ratings of um, most valuable companies in Australia, mm, they've taken a bit slide. of a big reputational slide. slap down yeah. the people. Anyway, uh -huh. we'll get back to Qantas. Oh, so it's time. not that, okay. All right. All this right. is not about Qantas Ooh, and okay. their late departures. This is a slightly little bit worse. Mm. Bloody door popped off a plane, JT. What do you Boeing's. mean? What do you mean popped off, mate? Just like, well, fortunately, it wasn't one where somebody was sitting. So just go figure. So what happens is you've got planes and they've all got the emergency doors, two at the front, two in the middle and two down the back. Yep. And But some of these planes, right, they've got a, well, a spare spot for a door. Not right. always needed. Okay. But And so if they don't need it, they put what they call a door plug in there. So you can't actually open it up till now. Mm. Um, but... What happened with this plug is somewhere along the line, there's four major bolts that are supposed to hold it in. Mm. Gornski, door flew off JT, 16,000 feet. So not quite high enough to suck the, everybody out of the plane, but thank God nobody was sitting in that row or at that window oh. seat. Like, go figure. 
why you wouldn't be sitting at a window. And if you are watching the video of this, you'll see the the footage uh, on the screen right now. Imagine being in that seat next to where that door came out. Is that not absolutely? I mean, anywhere on the plane, you'd be shitting your bricks, wouldn't you? Really, realistically. But But how good were the the crew just to keep level headed? Oh, I think we're going to need to land. That was the voiceover come over. Like. Hats off that nobody died in that, and obviously there has been a fair bit of tragedy. Tragedy, Tra- mm. holy shit! Mate, here's hard, me hard picking up your yeah. triple disease. <laughs> anyway, no one died, so that was good. So let's move on to the next thing, JT. Far what around. do you got? Bloody thank God, no one died, mate. That would have been bloody terrifying. All right, so um, oh, we did have a segment uh, way back when, Donny, and uh, well, it's Ooh. really just a chance to call out some. Well, let's just say some not good people of our community. Oh, some dickheads. Dickhead of the week. You suck. Oh, Donnie. What is it, JT? I'll get the feeling. Wait, first thing I want to find out, is it me? No, it is not you, mate. Good. Uh... Soldier on. That's okay. (laughs) We can continue this segment. It is definitely not you, mate. But, uh, well... This but a tenant says it's something to do with an animal. Mate, it's, it's, it's been a while since we've done this segment, so I'm going hard, and there's two dickheads of the week in this one, right? Two. Ooh, but it's in the up, same okay. story, right? So let me just set right. the scene for you, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think most people have talked about in previous episodes, love a bit of scuba diving. Yes, you. Mate, love it. Get down, throw the tank on, interact with marine life. And if you do some scuba diving, there there are some, some pretty friendly fish out there, and, and, and some of those are the gropers. Big, massive, bloody fish. They're literally known as the Labradors of the sea. Mate, they'll see... Uh, Are they they'll... scary? No, not... Well, they're bloody big. Um, but, mate, they will come up and literally come up for a pat. You can bloody hug them and do all that, mate. They're beautiful fish, right? And in New South Wales, Donnie, it is illegal to uh, to spearfish at all a grouper. Complete, right, completely illegal. Um, and, uh, well, some absolute... I'm going to try hard not to swear, Donnie, but mm. some absolute moron, we'll go with that one, eh? Um, decided that, uh, well, he's a Kiwi, so I don't know if I should throw the whole New Zealand under the boat here because one person did <laughs> the wrong because one person <laughs> did the wrong thing. But, uh, mate, there's a guy here, and uh, he spearfished uh, a, a groper. Now, the groper that was allegedly spearfished with it was called Gus. It was very well known to the locals around uh, uh, New South Wales. He'd been about 30 years old. People go down there, they go diving. You literally go up, you get a photo with him. Mate, couldn't ask for a friendlier, awesome experience with nature, etc. And you get some absolute toss bag who goes down there and gets some satisfaction out of spearfishing a freaking fish that is friendly, like I said, like a Labrador of the Sea. He's just, mate, would have come up to him to say hello, and this absolute knob jockey just spears it and kills it, and then waltzes through the beach where there's a whole bunch of people, and people are just looking at him going, oh my God, I think, you know, that's Gus, whatever. He didn't give a shit, mate. He was mouthing back at him, right? So, dickhead of the week, right, for one, doing something that's illegal in the first place, and, and B, why the hell are you killing stuff like that anyway, mate? Absolute flog. But I want to name some other people as dickhead of the week as well. So the other one is the New South Wales Police Force, right? Because... This guy was fined $500, right? 500 bucks was the penalty for killing a 30-year-old animal that couldn't be friendlier and is against the law. The maximum penalty for doing this in New South Wales is $22,000 and six months prison time. And Gus was a local celebrity, right? And this absolute knob has got a $500 slap on the wrist, which is just pathetic. And the third dickhead of the week 
is the New South Wales Minister for Agriculture, Tara Moriarty. I hope I pronounced that right. I don't give a shit if I didn't, because she's the minister in charge for the, uh, agriculture in New South Wales. And there is a petition on going on right now. It's had 5,424 signatures. It was launched by the Animal Justice Party because they are trying to get that decision overturned. And so that is absolutely ridiculous. You need to review that decision because what sort of a message does that send out mm. to anyone in the community? It's absolutely disgusting. Um, now, the only saving grace in it, we're really clutching at straws for a silver lining here, is is a guy who actually filmed a lot of documentaries in the area actually chimed in and said he actually doesn't believe it's Gus. Um, the fish actually thinks it's one of its offspring. I uh, think Gus is actually a lot bigger than the one that's in that photo there. So yeah, it may not have been Gus, but it's irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. You have illegally killed an animal that shouldn't be killed. So dickhead of the week. Well, JT, that's delivered in the uh, the dickhead status. Like, not only do you have one, two, but you pot three people in dickhead of the week in the first round. So, mate, I can't argue with you. I think it's absolute piss poor form. And I tell you what, it it I always scratch my head when things go before the legal system, and you go, that's the maximum penalty, and somebody gets a slap on the wrist. So, what have you got to do? to go close to getting half the maximum or yeah. the complete maximum and penalty. What do you like what have people got to do? It's body no, I'm not asking people to do it, but it's a fair question, isn't it? Mate, absolutely. And and you know, and, and for a discussion for another episode, but I mean, seriously, how soft have we gone on crime? It is yeah. out of control at the moment, right? You know, we saw this uh, doctor get killed in Doncaster in Victoria, for those watching in, in Victoria. Mate, a twenty year old doctor, right? Good bloke. Um, someone just comes around, he's chased him outside, they've come to his house and bloody robbed his house, he's chased him outside, stabbed to death. Twenty eight year old guy who's worked his ass off because there's some I quit use that, uh, and they'll get a slap on the wrist because their dad yelled at them when they were five or some fucking bullshit, and they'll be put on parole and they'll be out and do it again. It is just crap. I think we've all had enough as a society, and uh, mate, we will be calling out bullshit like this as uh, as we see it. So anyway, that's my my little rant for now. Uh, I've got another rant coming up later, but I need well, to calm down I a bit. What, I need to calm to... down. What I can tell you is I'm glad you've brought the love to this this season. But there's plenty of passion. We can't we cannot fault that. Anytime you've got any stories, by the way, to our listeners on Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're taking us in, wherever you're hearing this, if you've got a story and you'd like us to just open up a bit about it and do a bit of research, JT will do that bit, um, and we will absolutely bring it to light because we are all for just, uh, you know, sharing reality. That's one of the things when we sat down to discuss, should we bring the podcast back, we just both decided that what we want to do is have conversations that aren't being had for people being fearful of being called a racist or a, or some other bloody label mm -hmm. or offending a minority group or some we don't give a shit we're going to have a conversation yeah. and uh, and in we'll some cases we we'll go yeah. head to head yeah absolutely yeah. we'll exactly call right. it as we see it and uh, and we've both got some experience of uh, of dealing with some crap in our time we're happy to share that too so hey a big shout out uh, JT Sure. One of the things I love about uh, when we put things out to people is we can find out. Uh, you spoke before about the, the shit customer service from the banks. Mm -hmm. uh, we had somebody write in. Christine said, last time I spoke to the CBA, mm. two hour wait before they answered. Yeah, like, hats off to you, Christine, because that's ballsy to wait that long. But then again, <laughs> when you've got headphones and shit, you can just do stuff with your life while you're hey, but waiting. But you shouldn't have to, right? That's you shouldn't have to. It's no. treating your customers with contempt. I don't like it. needs to be fixed. Donnie, give some people some we good got... news because we've got a segment called Life Hack of the Week, mate. Give people some good stuff.
JT, life hack of the week is this one, okay? We are at that phase where we're going back to work for some of us or our lives changing, but we usually use 31 of December as a big milestone. We tick off and close the year behind us and we start fresh. We have a new outlook for the, the year ahead. My life hack is to do three things. I do it myself. I started a couple of years back. I give myself three checks. I give myself a financial health check. I give myself a mental health check. And I give myself a, a, a actual physical health check. So I go to the doc and I say, mate, can you do a few tests? I want to compare them to last year. I go and I have a look at my, my banking and I just see what insurances have gone up and what less value I've got out of them and I ring and I ask the questions and I put myself in a good situation so that this year when I get to the end of it I can go okay I feel like I've achieved what I wanted to this year because I've used the power of foresight not the power of hindsight so my advice for this week a very simple life hack and it won't take you long to do it is just go and give yourself a review ask have you got the right people in your life if not piss them off or don't have them whacked, but surround yourself with good people and good things will happen. So my advice is, this is a time to start fresh. So Mate, start I, fresh. I love it. Donnie, quick question when you said you go and get the medical checkup uh, you mm. know, every year, which is obviously a very good thing to do. We encourage all our listeners yeah. to do it. Mate, as, just out of interest, is the, uh, did the GP pick up that you're missing a leg? Oh, I thought you were going to say, do I request needles? Um, <laughs> the, you know what? That bit's been picked. It's amazing. Every time I change GP, I've got to go and tell the story again about, oh, yeah, born without half a leg, no oh. thumb, fingers missing. Then I get to the heart surgery, and it's just like, I figured it might have been quicker to go back to the other doctor. But I keep trying to find bulk billers. So that's why I have to tell the story again. <laughs> but seriously, it's, uh, it's well worth it, JT. Well worth right. it. Now, I've got a segment, uh, and we're going to do one. We're going to do a bit of trivia first. Uh, I'm going to throw Ooh. some trivia questions at you because I want to fire up the wheel and make time. Is, am I allowed uh, to have a crack at this? Or am no, I... of course you can't, mate. Buddy, piss off. Um, so, we've got 40 <laughs> seconds from when I start this, right? 40 okay. seconds, and you just awesome. need to type into your comments whether it's A, B, C, or D, and whoever gets it right, their names are going on the wheel to win a Kraken bottle of vodka. So... The question is... Oh, wrong one. Oh, that's the wheel already. No, it's not the wake alert. It's, it's not. stuffed up. Oh, it's, it's the first, first stuff up. Bloody hell, <laughs> mate. It was always going to happen. Here we go. All right, trivia. All right, Whoa, so what's it? What, if you listen on a podcast, it is, what was my first job? A, Ooh. Australia Post. A lot of people know me from Australia Post. Been there a long time. Barbecues Please. galore. C, DJ. Or D, butchers. What was my first job? Into the comments, A, B, C, or D. And the timer is counting down. As you can probably see, you can hear the timer going. There's about 20 seconds left. Um, so get those in, and then all the names uh, that have got it right, because the answer is going to pop up in the screen in about 15 seconds. If you don't have it in, oh, will trouble. It pop up? It's okay. going to go. Right. Here we go. Is E hand an option, JT? Right. No, it's job was. Oh! Let's see. Oh, there'll be a few people that have got this right, actually. Mm, not many. Not but, many. Uh, <laughs> we'll right. Be, uh, Denise is the last JT. one on my screen. So anything after Denise, too late. You've missed out. So anyone who said D, Butchers, you were correct. I did actually work at Aussie Post Barbecue Slaw and was a DJ. But Butchers did was you? actually my uh, my very first uh, job. And it was a shit job, I've got to tell you. I was 14 and they made me do all the shit. But uh, anyway, there you go. Um, so... Hey. JT, that's funny, amazing, because 
I know somebody else who walked worked in a butcher shop, and I'm not going to say it was my first job or second or third, but I know the feeling of getting all the shit jobs. So uh, there you go. That's amazing. Hey, tell us. So uh, now, did we have a cutoff for that? Was there? Uh, uh, we did. I believe it was uh, on my screen anyway. Denise was uh, when the answer came up, got in, which means uh, Matthew, Peter, and Joel. Sorry, guys, too late according to my screen. Um, no protests are uh, entered into. Bad luck, stiff shit. You're out. Um, <laughs> I know it's tough, but we've got to draw the line oh, somewhere. Oh, you're a nasty piece of work. Oh, I know, right? Now, I do also Where's want to... Love? I've got oh, a little bit of a discussion point. I, again, I just want to engage the audience to get, and get their opinion, Donnie. Now, this also sneaks into one of our segments because I want people to learn stuff. So I'm going to share a little bit of... Uh, well, I thought something that's interesting and very relevant given the time we're at at Is the moment. Is Once upon a time... All right, so, hey, tennis balls. Yes, well, Australia AO's on now. Mate, it's adult only. Absolutely. Yeah, AO on is on. Now, I, I didn't know this, um, but can you believe this, that um, modernisation of tennis balls actually went back to about 19, 1870s, right? And they actually used um, a, a vulcanisation process. It was developed by Charles Goodyear of the tyre fame, right? Um, and the, but back then, Donnie, and I literally never knew this, the balls were either black or white. Right. Now, it didn't change until 1972, which I've got to say was a fantastic year to be born. Um, and they changed them to yellow to make them more visible to TV viewers because they Fair couldn't enough. see with the white lines, right? Um, so the yellow ball stood out on the white lines on television. But it didn't actually get into Wimbledon until 1986 is when they actually went to the yellow ball. So it's actually relatively recent. I literally just thought they'd been yellow forever, right? So that was a bit of a surprise for me. But another mm. fact, Donnie, which is also mm. in incredible, David Attenborough, all probably oh, heard that name of uh, documentary fame. And here's two little ants going Can you believe yes. da David Attenborough was the guy that actually was the catalyst for changing it? What do you mean? How, yeah. how is that so? So he was actually working at BBC as what they called a controller back then. And his job was transitioning the BBC, British Broadcasting Corporation, from black and white to colour. And it was actually his suggestion that it would actually work better because of experience with TV back then, that it would look better on television. So the, the reason we are looking at tennis balls today, the colours they are, is because of David Attenborough's um, idea. Sir David. Way, yeah, Sir David, way back then. Um, now, if that's not fascinating enough, again, a quick poll of our readers, because I am whacking up a tennis ball up on our screen right now for those that can see it. Just type in uh, to your uh, comments, if you can, just tell me what colour is the tennis ball? Is it green or is it yellow? Oh, this is that like that dress body comment. Yeah, that, what uh, colour hey, JT, what, do you think it is? While oh, people are typing that in, hmm. right, let me tell you a little story that I, I learned years ago hmm. and uh, on um, on Goodyear's, on the tyres, and I learned another little fun fact. What is the difference between 365 tyres mm -hmm. and 365 condoms? Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not one one's mean. a good year and one's a bloody great year. <laughs> anyway, uh, right, hey, people are dad, typing dad, in. Dad jokes are mine, Donnie. Don't, dad, dad jokes are mine. Um, 
All right, I just so, wanted to lower the bar a little bit. Here we go. Uh, as you can see the comments, right, there is a very <laughs> mixed opinion of what Ooh. colour the balls actually are. Will you answer this for us? Do we actually well, have an answer? Well, there, there was a Twitter poll that was done. There was 30,000 responses to the Twitter poll. And the results from that, here we go, this is sharing something very dramatic. 52% of the people stated that the balls are green. 42% wow. said yellow and 6% said other. So the majority, only just 52%, actually thought they were green. So there you go. Now when you're uh, watching the tennis, uh, you'll be looking at something going, that's pretty bloody interesting. So that other, that six, was it 6% said other? Is it, They yeah. also probably identify as a sheep or something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. They, mate, they don't want to deal with uh, men or women. Uh, right, okay, go on. Mate, Let's get it. on. What else we got, JT? Oh, mate, what, what, that's mate, interesting, what, that shit about tennis. Oh, I thought it was pretty interesting, right? Um, now, we've got to, oh, mate, what else have we got? Um, now we've, Tell course, me about technology, JT. I, oh, I've just got well, this feeling. I, I do want to go on a all right, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant about this as well, guys. Here we go. And I did post it in the uh, in the Facebook page. So here is my, uh, well, you know, where I just may go off a little bit. JT's pick of the week. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now I did, I did post this in our Facebook group. If you've seen when you've gone to Coles and Woolworths are doing it now, you would have oh. seen some potentially some gates. Uh, so if you go through the self-service checkout, there are now some mm -hmm. gates that literally lock you in as you walk up to the gates. In theory, gates open, you walk through. Uh, I, now, I don't so know, Donnie, if you have seen these yourself personally. Well, but, um, mate, they are, they are sort of happening, right? And again, I'll put a little photo up uh, for people uh, at uh, Coles. And welcome, Paul. Paul's just worked out he can uh, watch it on Facebook. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> good to see you here, mate. And now 33 yes, minutes. He's all over it. Interact. That means we're also taking 33 minutes. Bloody hell, Donnie. So these gates, oh. right? Um, I'm calling bullshit, Donnie, because... Oh, wait, why? I did a little experiment, gates. took the kids and uh, did a little yeah. bit of an experiment because I was noticing when I was there that some people are walking up to the gates and they couldn't get out. The gates weren't opening. And oh. someone from Coles had to come over with a little, like a little, um, like a car remote sort of thing and press that yeah. and the gates opened and they could walk out. So a okay. bit of experimentation and I worked out what is actually happening. Donnie, when mm. you go to a self-service register, and it's also mm. now in the where you're getting served as well, interestingly enough. But we'll, we'll stick with self-service. When you go through there, um, you start scanning your items and stuff. And there's a little uh, screen there and there's a little camera. And you can see yourself yeah. on the camera. They are, using, they are using artificial intelligence um, and detecting your face. And what's happening is when you go to those gates, if you haven't been at a self-serve register and made a purchase and you try and walk out, oh no, you aren't getting out because they think you're shoplifting because you haven't well, made a purchase. In. You're locked in, literally. And someone actually has to come over and um, let you out. Now, whether it's actually working or not, uh, absolute, uh, I don't think it has whatsoever. And I can see Christy just uh, added a comment there that it's not really uh, preventing it because there's a lot of flaws in the system, right? But as a customer, you know, Jesus Christ, why not made to feel like a criminal when I'm bloody not already? It's pain in the ass having to self-scan and all this bullshit uh, anyway. But this is just the first step. So everyone is like, oh, AI is bloody going to change the world. It's amazing. Let me tell you guys the next step. So they're already doing this. It's already scanning your face. Can't get out without it. 
Next step, they've already got cameras on the shelves, down the aisles, etc. And so what they're going to start doing in the next evolution of this, mark my words, bookmark this uh, podcast, you heard it first here. What they're going to be doing is they're going to be using AI to detect potential shoplifting possibilities. And so they will be watching you as you're buying stuff. And if they detect a hand that might be going into a pocket or a bag or something, that will also flag an alert. So when you try to go out through the gates, it's going to pop up. Uh-uh, sorry, we think there's a problem here. And when you enter Coles or Woolworths, they have a right to check your bags. It's a condition of entry. And so they will literally be checking your bags. The whole idea, of course, is to prevent theft. Um, and they are being rolled out to all stores. So right now, there's uh, most of the local store areas I go to have got them, uh, and but they're certainly coming through. So if you haven't seen them yet, you will. And in the photo that's on the screen now, not only are they locked off the self-service area, now even the, the main checkouts that are still staffed, that is also locked off. So you cannot walk out of Coles now without going through one of these gates. Righto, JT. I've got to challenge this for you, right? So mm. I'm sick of paying a premium or increased prices because mm. pricks keep stealing shit. Mm. And so this brings the price down. Surely that's okay. Surely this will stop uh, theft. Donnie, yeah. It, it's Abs- not going to... You don't reckon it'll work? Mate, Coles have every right to prevent theft. I'm all for it, right? Um, absolutely. But do you reckon the prices are coming down, mate? Because uh, there's an inquiry Ooh, going on right now that they're going the other way, right? They're paying less for produce and the prices are going up. They stop shoplifting, more profit for them, mate. You aren't getting cheaper prices because of it. So what you're doing is giving up your complete privacy, mate. You are scanned to an inch of your life when you walk through any of those stores now, and it's only gonna get uh, worse. So if you don't like it, simple solution, don't shop there. I realize that's not always easy because, you know, mate, we've got to wait and maybe there's not local stores and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, far out. This is, uh, this is the world that we are heading into. Well, works in nicely for Uber Eats, doesn't it? <laughs> no, <laughs> just order shit and have Woolworths delivery. But uh, the good thing is, JT, we haven't got these scanners at our Woolworths yet. Uh, and we're probably not likely to get them for another eight or nine years because our Woolworths is <laughs> shit and take forever to catch up. So um, anyway, big shout out to my local Woolworths that I've hated for a long bloody time. JT, this is a scary thought. Another scary thought is we told the listeners in our test. 30, yesterday. 40 minutes. How are we going? Yeah, and we are knocking on the door. So what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this up. What Before we do, we've got the wheel because we've got grog to give away. Well, and you know what this thing about drink responsibly don't. I call bullshit. If you're going to drink, do it your way, mate. Have a crack. Like, seriously, if you're underage, don't bloody drink. Yeah. (laughs) Completely agree. So we're going to do the wheel. And of course, I think, Donnie, there's one segment uh, I don't think we can let slide if we don't do it. What is it? Dad Ah. joke of the week. Donnie, it was voted... One of the most popular segments. So we hands better, down, it was voted. We better make this happen now. It is a dad joke, which means you know this could go either way. It's all but, you. Um, now, look, I've been dealing a lot with uh, my parents who have been literally in and out of hospital for the last two years. My mum's struggling a little bit with uh, short-term memory and a whole bunch of stuff. So this one sort of uh, resonated a little bit. It's fair to say, right? So set the scene, Donnie. There's an elderly couple who, in their old age, notice that uh, well they're getting a little bit more forgetful. So they decide to go to the doctor, as you do, right? And the doctor said, you know what? What you probably should do, guys, is just start writing things down so you don't forget. Bloody good advice. So they go home and the old lady goes to her husband and, uh, and said, oh, mate, I'd, I'd love um, a bowl of ice cream. 
can you go get me a bowl of ice cream? And he goes, she goes, you might want to write it down. Because, you know, doctor said, good idea to write it down. But her husband's gone, no, no, I can remember that. You, you want a bowl of ice cream? No worries. But then she said to her husband, she goes, well, I want a bowl of ice cream, but I want whipped cream. Um, just write it down, write it down. He's like, no, no, I can remember this. You want a bowl of ice cream with whipped cream. You see where this is going, don't you? Um, and then the old lady says, well, actually, look, I want a bowl of ice cream with whipped cream, but I'd love a cherry on top. So just write it down so you get this right. And the husband goes, no, 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 love, it's all good. I've got this. I don't need to write it down. So he goes to get the ice cream and he's spending an unusually long time in the kitchen. He's actually gone for like over 30 minutes. And he, he comes out to his wife and he hands her a plate of eggs and bacon that he's cooked up. And the wife just stares at the plate for a moment and just looks at her husband and just says, where's the toast? <laughs> oh, very good, Jake. Oh. Well, there you go. That's Have they improved? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, the break hasn't done you any harm. Probably hasn't done you much good. But if that's the quality of dad joke, at least we know that they can always go up from here. That's good. Mm -hmm, we, yeah. we like it, JT. Uh, well, actually, it's got nothing to do with me. Let's find out what the listeners think. Are they an oldie but a good win? A goodie from uh, Spiro. Thanks, Spiro. So now, faithful Spiro. Donny, one more segment while I get the wheel all skewed up and ready right, to go, mate. Get I, it tidied I, up, Joe. Just because I've been going a little bit off on my rant, but, mate, I think there's really? still just a little bit of anger left inside you, mate. Oh, JT, I said I was going to bring love this time. Ah, but one thing, like, I seriously, I love creating a life I want to live, right? One thing that shits me, and every now and then I've thought to myself, wouldn't it be nice to bloody have two legs, you know, and and uh, and just wake up and walk to the toilet and stuff. There's some things out of my control. It ain't going to grow back overnight, even though I do check my stakes. What my rant is, JT, are people that have made choices and they're filthy with them. Well, Stuff it. Change your choice. And I say that because people go, oh, I've got to go back to work. Yes, no shit, dickhead. You've got to go back to work. That's how you earn money and you pay your bills and you go down to Coles and get stuck in the checkout. That is what makes the world go round. Having a job is meaningful. If you are in a job that is not for you, get out of the bloody thing. Fill out your resume. Before they open up the doors for a whole lot of immigration and jobs become a lot harder to get, now's the time to find the job you like and live the life you want to live. So my rant, JT, is simple. Live your life and stop bitching about it. Otherwise, no one gives a shit. So, hopefully that helps. Hopefully you've got your wheel sorted too, JT. Mate, thank you, mate. I'm too angry this year. I, I have. Oh, now, so not many people, Donnie, just going through the quote, not many people got it right, which means you've got a great chance of winning. And now look... <laughs> We did get a few protests saying there's a bit of a delay. Joel, yeah, maybe there was. Um, Peter, well, maybe there was. Well, that reliable with the Wi-Fi and internet. Mm, and Elon Musk know, has right. done his thing up there with the so, and shit. So, being the good Blake I am, and it's a new year and all, we're throwing him in as well, right? So, you put so, him all in. So, what all that means... All the winners or everyone? What that means... No, not everyone. Stuff that. All the winners, Donnie. <laughs> so, I'm just looking up at my big wheel now, and this is what i got, Donnie. Four people that have got a chance, a one in four chance of winning one of your Kraken bottles at vodka. So I'm going to hit the wheel. What right was the now. answer, JT? What was the question? Oh, it was uh, D was the uh, the answer, and D was the butchers. I, my first job was in a butchers. So here we go, off to the wheel. 
And these people get... Someone's going to get the bottle. I reckon Peter's looking pretty good at the moment. Peter, Peter B. B! Peter B's not going to have a hangover tomorrow. He will be fresh as a daisy drinking this spank, baby. It is... Oh, mate, we will be it. in contact with you, Peter B, and we will organise we delivery. Will. Uh, well done, mate. First winner of the wheel. Now, mate, it's bloody exciting. Now... Before we go, we're going to wrap this yes. up uh, very soon. We could probably keep going for ages. We've got so much shit that we didn't even get to, which is Next probably week. probably a good thing. So just a little bit of a favour that I'm going to ask for you right now because on our Facebook page, which most of you guys are looking, uh, we have got three reviews. Now, Facebook don't show your review score if you've only got three reviews. So if you could do us a favour mm. after the show, jump on, leave us a review, and hopefully it's a good one, and then that'll actually appear next to our show and we might be able to get a few more people coming in. So if you can, just uh, jump on and leave that on our Facebook page or go to our website. If you haven't seen our website, we've, we've, actually, website mate, we've actually got a website, believe it or not. That's our professional. Well, we are professional now. We've you got a website and all. Busy. So so that is... Uh, what is it? it? What's the name of it? Mate, giddy up podcast.com.au couldn't be any easier giddyuppodcast.com.au right so um, Donnie there's there's plenty to talk about we're going to be back at 8 o'clock next week uh, and if there's stuff that you want us to talk about etc mate hit us up on the socials uh, email SMS bloody carrier pigeon we don't give a shit we want to talk about stuff that's important to you so if you have got any topics um, please let us know nothing's um, off limit Really, nothing is absolutely off limit. Now, there is a big moment for Donnie coming up in about 20-odd seconds. That's literally when the show is wrapping yeah. up. So, to, for me, from everyone, thank you for watching us and listening. If you're listening on a podcast or watching, mate, we love having your company. This show is all about having some fun with you and calling some some you know attention to some issues that maybe deserve some attention. So, oh, you, mate. until next week, uh, we will catch you on the Giddy Up podcast. Over to you, Donnie. Giddy Up. Bloody awesome. Jeez, I've missed that.